0: Yo, what's up? I'm Will Blackman. This is Upsets and Underdogs presented by WinBet. This is the show where we dive into the world of sports betting and discuss the best lines, the top props, and of course, the most intriguing underdogs. Today, we're going to review week four of the NFL. Plus, we're going to see how our underdogs of the week did and crown our upset of the week. This show was brought to you by WinBet. We wrapped up week four of the NFL season, and so far, it's been nothing short of crazy. There's no better time to get in on the action, so right now, download the WinBet app and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders and who will be the last team to be undefeated, team exact win totals, and a ton more. Plus, you know we've got those NFL parlays. Download WinBet now and set the odds in your favor. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Speaking of NFL parlays, I'm going to talk to my dog, bring him in here, Nick Diaz a.k.a. Lamb. I have been told by him we're going to call him Lamb. Okay. So if you hear me say Lamb... It is Nick. This week, he was a lamb shank. We'll get into that later. Um, (laughs) But speaking of NFL parlays, I laid down a mean one this week and almost came through. I was feeling good, Lamb. I was feeling good. I had, I think it was uh, Patrick Mahomes, four TDs or more, Tyreek Hill, 97 yards or more, and also Josh Allen. Three total touchdowns or more. That was my parlay. <laughs> and the and the yo, the craziest thing is okay, boom, Mahomes throws five. Boom. Tyreek is one eighty eight. Josh Allen has two Ts. I look up and I see a quarterback sneak for a touchdown. It's Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <I> literally <laughs> almost threw my
1: phone. Oh man, dude. Absolutely crazy. I love I love that text when you wrote that in the chat that we're in. And I was like, well, Will, congratulations. Welcome to the life of sports betting. It's going to be a roller coaster ride, man. So you've officially a light round of applause. You're in. You'll be tilting like the rest of us. Oh, dude, it was crazy. I was. I know one day I kept hearing like, oh, the, the bettors love parlays. And because,
0: you know, high risk, high reward. And I just I couldn't believe it. I was furious. But anyhow, man. So actually, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Word on the street is. You've been a New Yorker your entire life mm-hmm. and has have
1: never, you have never been to Central Park. Is this true? You know, well, I had a rough week, man. Why did why do we have to bring this up? Is this, this true? You know, I'm 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 30 years old, born and raised <laughs> New Yorker, and I went on a bike ride this weekend, and it was the first time I was in Central Park, and I made the mistake of letting the world know this on my social media, and I got shredded. My New York card has been stripped of me. I'm no longer a New Yorker. It was rough. And also, Wait, the you, picks- they can't
0: strip your card because you actually went. If you say if you said I had never been to Central Park and you haven't gone, then you would get your card stripped.
1: You know, this This is why I like you, Will, because you, you kick me when I'm down, but then you also elevate me as well. So Listen, I appreciate that's how I that. am when I played. I'll, I'm, I'm trying to beat <laughs> you down, but I'll help you up at the same time. I yeah, kill man. people yeah. with kindness. I I think that's what I'm gonna be going with. At least at least I finally went. You know. Listen, it
0: is what it is. I, I I've been to Central Park. I never next I never been there to like hang out, but I've been to
1: Central Park. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard not to go to Central Park. Anyhow. Yeah. Well, speaking of this weekend, man, something jumped out to me on your social media. Since we're talking about social media and me not being at Central yeah, Park I'm active, ever, I'm active on game day. I'm very active on game day. There's one thing that lit up your social media. And I've noticed it's been a common theme of yours. Anytime you talk about Kyler Murray, you you get a lot of good buzz. You seem to be tweeting a lot about Kyler Murray this year. So what's the deal, man? Is is he one of your guys? Is he one of your favorite players to watch in the league? You know what's funny? I actually
0: pegged him preseason last year to be the MVP, this is before all the COVID stuff happened. I thought after his first year, I'm like, okay, this dude's gonna win MVP of 2020. Um obviously that wasn't the case, but I just love just how how much he he enjoys football. You know what I mean? And I feel like with Kyler Murray, where he is now, I think the game has 100 percent slowed down for him totally. And I mean we'll get into the game later, but he has weapons galore. And I think it's just funny watching him play like he's so small, but he has a big arm. And yet he does remind me of like a bad little kid, you know, running around from everybody. And that's what he reminds me of. So, yeah, super, super funny. But yeah, I'm such a huge fan. I love um, what he does. So that is why I'm active about Kyler Murray. But anyhow, let's start off by reviewing our picks from last week. Okay, here's how we stand. I went two and one uh, this week. I picked the Chiefs. Cowboys, Rams, Raiders. Uh, my underdog of the week are the Raiders. So I'm one and two pending uh, Monday Night Football so far this season on my underdog of the week. My favorite pick was the Cardinals. So I'm three and one on my favorite pick. My overall record is six and nine. I am actually happy about that. Lamb, tell us how you did,
1: please. I like to. Well, those. I'm not, you know. After after going three and zero, being on my high horse, wearing the crown, it's trolling like that, you, it's like that, bro. Got humbled, man. Zero and three, but however, will. I was on the Jets, my underdog. They beat the Titans. We lost on our favorite pick of the week, Eagles plus seven and a half. Two and two on favorite plays of the week this year. Three and one underdog, and overall we are eight and seven, pending the Chargers. So we have another head to head that you can make ground on. You got the Raiders. I got the Chargers on Monday Night Football. (laughs) I'm going to tell you something
0: really funny, too, right? So I'm kind of like my personality. I like to mess with people and kind of I can be vindictive. I can like, you know, all these little tactics I have. So I just want to let you know, Lamb, that I do see all of the things you tag me on uh, via Twitter, Instagram. I see all of it and I just chose not to respond. I let you have it. I let you enjoy it. And I just, <laughs> I just choose not to, I, I don't respond. I don't even like it. I don't even retweet it. I just, that's like, that's my strategy. So I'm, I'm giving it to you early in the season. So I do see everything. I preach other stuff, but that is my tactic. Anything you say or tweet and brag about, I just don't even say anything. I know you try to entice me. You put the little carrot out there. It's not happening. I don't fall for that stuff. Okay. So listen,
1: you're you're a professional. I try to put the bait (laughs) out to reel you in to get you riled up. Every time you even put like clips out there, like it is the funniest
0: thing. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just let him have this one. What have you? So (laughs) let's let's get into our next segment. Uh our top dog recap, okay? This is where we are going to talk about our top dogs of the week. We're going to talk about the first game. We got the Chiefs versus the Eagles. I I looked at this one like, okay, the Chiefs, they're sick of everybody's stuff. They're tired of hearing everybody's mess. Okay. They're going to come out here and light it up, which is why I went berserk on the parlay for this game. I just, I just knew they were going to send a message because they had this kind of firepower. The um the Chiefs end up winning this 42 to 30 Mahomes with five TDs, uh, Tyreek going berserk. we talked about it before, right? If Tyreek is under 100 yards, there's a high prob- probability they're not going to win. And he went mm-hmm. for a, a buck 86. Um, the tough thing about this game is the Eagles play well. They put up 30 points and they still got mopped. So that's the tough thing about it. Um, also, too, for the Chiefs, for them to give up 30, again, questions about their defense. Going to keep talking about it, but the only thing that does not concern me about their defense is that I, I said this before, they have been in this position before. They were the last ranked defense, and they were in the AFC Championship game, and they lost because of an offsides hmm. versus the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. So they, they're they able to, to do that. So, Lamp, Give me some gambling takeaways from this game.
1: What everybody every, everybody was on the Chiefs, and sometimes the the public is right, right? Like 80% of the bets were coming in on Kansas City. And this was a weird game. I do think that the the score doesn't show just how well the Eagles played, but I think their biggest letdown, Will, is you can't settle for field goals inside the red zone against the Chiefs. They kicked three field goals. They had a touchdown overturn because of a flag. And I don't know what has happened to Miles Sanders. He's a guy who I'm a big fan of. Seven carries for 13 yards. Monday Night Football, he had two carries. It's just really weird what's going on over there. And one thing I want to add about Tyreek Hill, I asked you about Kyler Murray being your favorite player to watch. And if he's on your list, I think my number one draft pick for guys I like to watch is Tyreek. Tyreek Hill, when he's on, man, he's just so fun to watch. Open space, down the field, everything. Dude is just an absolute baller. Yeah, he's fast as hell. He he caught that one crossing route and just took off,
0: and everybody. Good thing Darius Slay could run. Um, but yeah, this was this was wild. I mean, I, I I think they should get points by any means. You know, they learned their mm-hmm. lesson from the Niners game when they went for it on fourth down in the red zone and did not work. So clearly, they're not confident in their fourth down red zone package because it hasn't worked. So you got to get points, and then. You know, hopefully they they thought their defense was going to work in, in terms of protecting over top, and it did not. So uh, let's get into our second game out the gate. We're going to talk about the Cardinals versus the Rams. Um, the Cardinals end up winning 30, 37 to twenty at SoFi. Uh, they came in there and just just sent a message like, "Look, you like y'all? We're in your town. You know, you guys had fun. You guys went off on the Bucks. You guys got you know everyone's here. All the celebrities are here." Yes, you know, Dr. Dre and Snoop are going to be the halftime show during the whole game. They kept playing uh, all the Dr. Dre songs. If there was a mm-hmm. first down, if there was a, any kind of intermission or break or TV timeout, it was so funny. And the Cardinals just went absolutely berserk. I mean, Kyler Murray just playing lights out. know I mentioned earlier just how how just comfortable and confident he is. I mean, weapons everywhere, bro. Okay. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins, he's considered wide receiver one of the entire NFL. You got A.J. Green, who's having a second life, is feeling good right now. You got Rondell Moore, who's making plays. You got Christian Kirk, who's making plays. Chase Edmonds had hundred over 100 yards, 10 yards of carry. And then Max Williams, tight end, ended up balling yesterday, too. So the, the hard thing, trying to defend Kyler Murray, is he can get it to anybody, You know, it's not he's not just scrambling around and trying to find, you know, DeAndre every single time. It's like Mm -hmm. everybody is ready. It's it's probably almost like I would say like playing with Colin Murray is probably like playing with like Jason Williams on the Sacramento Kings. (laughs) Like, like you just you just got to be ready for the rock no matter what. You know, it's you, you don't know where it's going to come from. You don't know where the, the ball is going to fly. You just need to be ready. All hands on deck at all times. And that's just how that's how it was watching. That's how it is watching Kyler mm-hmm. Murray It's like anyone can get the rock. So it is it, super impressive, man. And they went in there and and really made a statement and made their case. Not just the best team in the NFC West, probably the best team in the NFC, probably even the best team in the NFL. Hmm. So what are your, um, Lamb, what are your takeaways from this game, gambling wise and uh, summary wise?
1: Kyler Murray now is the favorite per the WinBet app to be NFL MVP. Last week it was Stafford. We spoke about it with Chris Carter, the Hall of Famer, how this game featured two MVP frontrunners in Stafford and Kyler Murray. On the ground, Cardinals went absolutely bananas over 200 yards rushing. 400 yards of total offense, 30 points per game. For the first four games for the Cardinals, gambling takeaway: the over hit on the last touchdown to Robert Woods. So okay. this game will was even more out of hand than what the scoreboard showed because it was thirty seven to thirteen with about two minutes left. That touchdown of to Woods, one of the heavily wagered win to- uh, uh, point totals on the slate, was fifty four and a half, and that last TD sent that game over. <laughs>
0: That's that's wild. I will say too at the end, a lot of those yards from Chase Edmonds, you know, they were just running the clock down and just beating him up up front. So that was huge. And plus two, like Jalen can only do so much. You know mm. what I mean? He was Jalen Ramsey, you know, was on DeAndre and he can only do so much. And I and I think that I think the Cardinals really like their matchups everywhere else. You know, I think that's where they won. It was a matchup situation. All right, let's get into the next game that I was actually pretty excited about it was the Panthers at the Cowboys. Uh the Cowboys end up winning this 36 to 28. Feed Zeke, okay? He had a buck 43 20 carries and a touchdown. Also Pollard played really well too, 67 yards on 10 carries. They have this this two-headed monster that I've been like yelling at people about on social media. They're like, Oh, Zeke needs to get the ball. He's getting paid $90 million. Okay. If he's not going to do well, Tony Pollard's a bright spot. So he needs to start. I'm like, guys, use them both. Like Zeke is the starter. He's because he's a, he's a better receiver. He's a better running back. He's a better pass protector. Like he's the starter. Everyone that was losing their mind off of week one, because they went against the best run defense in the entire NFL. And it's like, listen, you're gonna utilize everybody he knew he knows okay this game I I'll probably not gonna get the ball much because they're gonna run defense this game I'm probably definitely going to get the ball because there's opportunity and I think that's exactly what it is Dallas I like Dallas as probably one of the if not one of if not the best team in the NFL because they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do they're they are trying to blow teams out you know Philly was a game where I'm like they need to they need to mop Philly. This can't be a game where they win by a field goal, win by a touchdown. They need to put up points. Carolina, yes, it was, you know, Carolina's undefeated, but this was a game where it's like they're the better team. They need to put up points and like send a message to Carolina, and that's exactly what they're doing. Uh Dak only had he didn't even have 20 yards, but he had four TDs. Um and then the Dallas defense they're they're playing super fast right now. Lights actually, both defense were playing really fast and lights out yesterday, but now Dallas is getting the football and the big the big person who was making that happen is Trayvon Diggs. And he's just, he's just playing outstanding and that's, and that's the defense. That's Dan Quinn's defense. It's playing super fast. I was talking to Cliff Averill yesterday. Uh, we were talking on sky sports and he played for Dan Quinn in Seattle. And he mentioned, that's what it is. It's all about the ball is playing fast. It's keeping it simple and it's making plays. And right now, Dallas, the offense is like lights out, but the defense is, they're all getting on the same page. And, I mean,
1: they're only just going to get better. Yeah, they, this this offseason for the Cowboys, they spent six draft picks on defense. They took Parsons. They took Diggs last year. And you had an interesting tweet. I mean, back-to-back weeks, Will, we have the term gangsta mentioned on the show. I don't know who had the <laughs> over on that, but it hit. But what's gangsta about Trevon Diggs is that he is getting his picks while in man coverage. It's way harder to get picks like that Dudes are scared to take a chance, not him. Can you elaborate more on that? What's what's so different about zone coverage interceptions and man coverage interceptions? Because that jumped out to me that you tweeted that.
0: Yeah. So my first like five years in NFL, I played I played press man coverage, right? And press man, you're you're engaged with the receiver the whole time. You don't ever get to see the football, so it's extremely hard to get interceptions. And then also, too, when you're playing man coverage or let's say you're playing off man coverage, right, you're keying to see if it's three step or quick game. And then your eyes are back on the receiver. And there are very, very few guys who are willing to take a risk to jump a route and get a pick in man coverage because there is they're scared to get beat deep. Now, if you're in zone coverage, OK, I'm sitting back knowing I'm protected in certain areas and I just need to worry about my zone. OK, I I don't have many picks in my career. I think I have like four. And, you know, I think three of them were in zone, you know, and one of them wasn't man coverage. That's because I was like, F it. And I just jumped a route versus Cole Beasley and just, it was the scariest and most dangerous interception i ever had in my entire life. <laughs> it was, it was cover zero on the goal line. And I jumped a slant and it was like feast or fame. And I was like, screw it, you know, but it's, it's that mentality. And I didn't start doing that till like year eight, in my career. Other than that, I was like, let me just make sure I defend this guy and he doesn't catch it. Trevon Diggs already is in that mode, in that zone. Like, I'm going to get it. Once you get one interception, man, it's like, I'm just going to go for it every single time. It feels good. You want more. And I love that he's already at that mindset where he's like, I'm just going to go and snatch this. So that
1: is why I said that. It's really impressive. The over in this game, similar to the Rams and Cardinals, was one of the more heavily wagered totals on the slate. And it passed with flying colors. Dallas also covered the spread comfortably as well. And it was uh it was a fun game. A lot of a lot of scoring and even some really good defensive plays like you you touted in social media.
0: Yeah. And and again, Carolina played really good football. Sam Donald played you know, really good outside the two interceptions, but he had four total, right? He had, you know, two passing, two rushing. You know, people are calling him, uh, Cam Donald or Cam Vic. There's that one meme of, of the, of the white Michael Vick going around, which was, I thought that was so, so damn funny. Um, but he's having fun playing well. It's just those, those two picks were tough. Carolina, I want to see how they were going to... How are they going to be against a really good football team? And they, they actually showed me like, yes, they're they're legit. They were playing so fast and so physical defensively. It's just that Dallas has had way too much firepower. Mm. I think Carolina will continue to get better. Uh, being a better football team this mm. year, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. Um, I mean, there's a strong chance. I, I think they could... They're, they're competitive in the South. They just got to get by Tampa, I believe. Um, and... I think they're going to beat everyone else twice. Atlanta and New Orleans. When they get by Tampa. There's a chance they could sneak in. You know, with the with the close to a little bit over 500 record. So, all right. So this show was brought to you by WinBet. We've wrapped up week four of the NFL season, and so far it's been nothing short of crazy. Uh, there's no better time to get in on the action. So right now, download the WinBet app and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders who will be the last team to be undefeated, team exact win totals, and a ton more. Yo, Nick, did you see anything on the WinBet app you like this week?
1: Big fight this weekend, Will. Tyson Fury and Wilder. Yes. And one thing that I absolutely love when it comes to fights is picking when fights are going to end and how. That's a great way of making money in the UFC or in boxing if you have a minus 500 favorite not a lot of people want to lay that kind of money right so why not find some value in saying how that person's going to win or maybe even get a little crazier when that person's going to win so fury is minus 300 deontay wilder is plus 240 that's just to win the fight outright will but i think wilder's only way of winning is via knockout that's the only way you could get that at plus 275 i much rather bet that because it's also 35 dollars more than you would to get him to win the fight outright and then similar to tyson fury fury is minus 120 on the knockout as opposed to minus 300 to win the fight so i think those are some very intriguing ones for this big big heavyweight showdown on saturday
0: yeah i'm afraid to pick wilder for the knockout just because he has a history of breaking his hand and his wrist so i think if he he's going to go for the knockout no question if he does mm-hmm. that then psh, you know it's going to be trouble all right also i want to let you guys know that we also have NFL parlays so download WinBet now and set the odds in your favor also offer subject to change terms conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And I might call that number because these NFL parlays are sneaking up on me and I'm like too damn excited. <laughs> All right, let's get to our next segment. Lamb, let's name our upset of the week. This is your segment, Lamb, or right, I'm going to let you take
1: this away. Titans and Jets. Go ahead. J E T S baby. (laughs) I was on the, the other New York team. Loved it. They won in overtime, 27, 24. And you know what, Will? When you're a bad team, like the Jets have been, and they have been so far this year, they have to make me lose some years off my life by taking that game into overtime and that's what happened Twenty-seven, twenty-four. the Jets pulled the upset as a plus 275 underdog I was on it I told you it was going to be gross Will I said the Jets are my favorite underdog I know it's gross don't laugh at me you proceeded to laugh at me which is cool not offended but let's I think go. you do I think you do get a little offended that's why I don't
0: respond to your tweets because I think you get offended <laughs> I know you're. I know. I know you're like a bit sensitive. So I'm like, let me just mess with him a bit. You're loved, okay? Just know you're loved. All right. I tell people who like, especially on social media, they're like, oh, you know, you don't follow me back or blah blah. blah. I was like, but we're friends in real life, man. It's all good, mm-hmm. you know. Why? <laughs> What's more valuable? Some people with social media. Um, I, I like this game for the Jets simply because, right? No, Julio. Mm-hmm. No, AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Even with those guys, you know who's getting the ball. So it was kind of like the the LeBron rule. like Just let Derrick Henry do his thing mm-hmm. and then we'll handle everything else. Um, and I don't think Tannehill did anything special that was threatening. I love, you know, it was a huge help getting Jamison Crowder back. That was massive, you know, and then, right, you know, Corey Davis does his thing too, but it was a massive game with Jameson Jamison Crowder back because he definitely is, he's, I played with him in Washington. He's able to like find those spaces. He can make those really tough catches. Um, and he's also due for explosive plays. And uh, the one thing I did like, or I do like rather about Zach Wilson is that he's going to keep firing. Okay. Mm. Um it, it may seem like he he did throw one interception, you're like, damn, dude, he threw it completely to the wrong person. Like it wasn't even in the vicinity of his receiver, unless his receiver ran the wrong route. Um, but he he keeps firing and he he's gonna keep going, keep going. Even in training camp, Zach talked about he was like, you know, this is cool because I can see which throws I can get away with, you know. Now when you hear somebody say that. That's how you know, like, OK, this dude is a uh, gunslinger. OK, he's going for it. So I love the fact he threw the pick. OK, cool. He gets up and he keeps going, keeps going. And then that that long touchdown pass, he was scrambling and told to do where to go. And boom, fired away. So I love that this kid keeps getting up and firing and firing away. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's
1: dude, man. So uh, what did we learn, man? You know, it it had to be a crazy roller coaster ride for Jeff fans that that one o'clock window because Sam Darnold comes out the gates with the Panthers firing, lighting it up. And then Zach Wilson, you're just saying to yourself, what is happening? And then Zach Wilson just goes nuclear in that second half. I thought if he could bring that momentum into weeks five, six and moving forward, you should feel really good about yourself. There was something interesting that happened in sports betting for those that are OGs in the game and they know about this term. It's called reverse line movement, Will. And what that is, is this game was the definition of this. So the line opens up at plus seven and a half for the Titans. And the line gets bet down at close right before kickoff at plus five and a half for the Jets. However, all the tickets, close to 90% of the tickets are coming in on the Titans. So when you see that, usually that line should move to eight nine points in favor of the titans okay it's moving opposite of all the bets coming in it's not a go bet the jets thing but it's a pursue with caution don't bet the titans and that's exactly what we had here finally a huge huge underdog cashes in eliminator pools parlays all blew up in people's faces because of the jets
0: yeah but that's fair though you you look at what the titans have you're like man i don't know you're like I don't know what's going on. All right, so real quick, uh, let's recap what the other underdogs won this week. So the Giants, you know, plus seven. Um, also, money line two eighty at the Saints, twenty seven to twenty one in overtime. Finally, they got Saquon the Rock, and then your boy Daniel Jones. I mean, did what everyone was waiting for, right? Like lit it up, got everybody involved. You had Tony Siding, who got mm-hmm. loose. I. I tweeted that out. He did awesome. Uh we just we just recapped the Jets just now versus Titans 27-24. Um also Cardinals plus 4 money line plus 2075 uh, at the Rams, which is which is interesting too cuz that either one could have been a favorite for that game. They're both really good teams. So, Alright, so that's it for today's show. Uh, next episode, we'll be previewing week five games and making some new picks. Uh, this has been Upsets and Underdogs presented by Winbet. Do not forget to subscribe, throw us a rating and review. Tell your friends. You can follow me at Will Blackman on all socials. land where can they find you? Nick Day is 10 on all social media. Alright, man. Appreciate you guys for listening, watching. Catch you next time.